0: Hey, welcome to the Transforming Life Church podcast. We hope this encourages you and inspires you in your journey with Christ. So sit back, relax, and check out this week's message. How we doing this morning? Are we good? Yeah, you're alive, you're well, you're in here. Hey, this side of the room, you guys got to catch up, all right? I'm just saying. We've, we've been seated over, over here. Give it a I'm just being, Well, i kind of a little bit. I'm a little serious. But uh, yeah, we are so excited that everyone is here today. don't believe in God for great things today. As always, uh, our prayer, our hope for you is that you experience a life-changing moment with Jesus. Whether it's here, in this moment, or each and every day, our prayer is that you would encounter uh, encounter God. God changes everything. Amen. then that's what Jesus does. And encountering Him he changes everything. And we started a series last week called Unmasked. And we started this because oftentimes we hide a lot of things in our life. We mask a lot of our issues. Uh, last week we talked about how uh, sometimes we hide from God. And we looked at how Adam and Eve, when they ate the, the fruit that they weren't supposed to, and they disobeyed God, they, they became ashamed. You remember that? And they, 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 they forged together covenants for themselves, and they went and hid uh, from the Lord. So we talked about that last week. But, but see, there, there's the you that everybody sees. And then there's the really deep down, right? So we want to start to unmatch. We want to start taking some of that. I got a chance to speak to the youth uh, a few weeks ago. our TLC Youth Crew, what's up, guys? How you guys doing? Yeah, I love you guys. Um, and, and I talked to them. There's this there's this scene in a movie called Shrek. Y'all know about Shrek, right? It's this animated movie. It's really funny. Uh, but uh, but there's this scene uh, where where Donkey he's he's like he's talking with Shrek, and Shrek's like, hey, listen. Ogres have layers. So like onions have layers. You gotta peel that stuff back. And we as people have layers. Oftentimes things that we, we don't want anyone else to see. We hide, we cover those things up, we put on these masks and this this front almost that we're, hey, we're okay. We're, Christians are the worst at doing that, right? And we come to church every week and we say, oh, I'm good, I'm well, okay. Hey, we hide behind a smile and a tie or whatever it is that you wear. And, and say, hey, I'm okay, really deep down, or really not, it's time to unmask, it's time to take that, that stuff off, feet of Jesus so that we can get the healing that we need, so that we can get the freedom, because there is freedom still in Jesus, come on, somebody, you agree with that, there's still freedom and healing in Jesus, he offers that truth, there's an invitation for that in our lives today, let's stop masking it, let's deal with it, and let's get it, Jesus. Amen? So I want to continue that conversation with you today with a message called hiding your hurt. Anyone ever had to endure pain in your life? Yeah, I hear some chuckles in the room. Pretty much all of us, if, if we're real honest, we have, in, in many different ways, shapes and forms. It, it may be physical, it may be pain that you feel in your body, it may be sickness. One of the greatest NBA games of all time known as the flu game. If you follow sports, you know what I'm talking about. 1997, throwback, I was a junior in high school. I just made some of you guys feel really old. 1997, game five, NBA Finals, known as the flu game. Chicago Chicago Bulls against the Utah Jazz, Michael Jordan. I've been suffering all day with flu-like symptoms. Now there's a lot of theories about what he actually had, um, he's come out and said that he, he felt like he was actually uh, had food poisoning, because he had pizza laid out the, the night before, and so he feels like it was like a fan kind of thing. They were in Utah, so he feels like he did. But either way, however, whatever the theories are, he had food poisoning. Like, it, it is said that he uh, was previous to the game at the, the stadium or arena or whatever they're called. Uh, I don't even watch basketball anymore. It's way different. Y'all kids are used to. Basketball day. it's not like it used to be, Just it. Um, yeah, how many of you know there is a game tonight? might know that? Maybe a few like nobody knows. Nobody, because everybody's watching baseball, right? Because the, the Rays just beat the Yankees. Come on, they're moving. I'm sorry why you know it? New Yorkers. I know there's a lot of you around, right? Uh, so some, some of y'all following college football now football, and football and the lightning. Come on, lightning just wants to stay in the classes, yeah. Yes, sir. Um, so like, there's basketball going on? Yes, there's basketball going on. Um, yeah, yeah. Michael Jordan, he was said to be in a room, a dark room by himself, throwing up. Previously, playing this game. He shows up and he's playing. You can tell. He, if you remember that, you may have watched that back in the day. He was lethargic. He's, he's just, he was there but he wasn't and he's seen on the bench he's got a towel over his head he's just gassed right and scotty Pippen, one of his teammates is carrying him off the the court but he has <laughs> this phenomenal game right has this i think he scored like 38 points he, he made like the game icing shot you know like they say put the nail in the coffin you know like he. he, he he showed up and performed in such an incredible way and in what's kind of been like it's part of his legacy. He's really known for a lot of things, but this is one of those things. And and, and he endured all of this, all of this struggle, all of this sickness that he endured it. I don't know if you can relate to that, I don't know if you've ever pushed through some pain or some sickness or anything like that in, in uh, your life. If I could be real honest with you this morning, I'm pushing through some pain right now. Um, on Wednesday, I, I injured myself, um, I was pushing a wheelbarrow out back, and I just took a step, and I hit a root, Yo, there's a lot of roots out back, there. and I hit a root, and the handle jabbed me up under my ribs here, and at first I'm like, oh, that felt weird, like, it didn't hurt, it just felt weird, and throughout the course of the next couple of days, like, this whole side right here, if you've seen me moving a little slow, it's because I am moving really slow, I'm super stiff and sore, I've been sleeping in the recliner, uh, the past couple of nights, not because Haley may I'm uh, not the doghouse or anything. Uh, but yeah, it, it's, been, it's been pretty sore and stiff uh, these past few days. I'm not really sure what's going on. But some of you have endured all kinds of different things. You yeah, have women, come on, if you've ever given birth, you've endured some pain to have that child, right? You, you've endured that. Some of you pay to endure pain because you have a gym membership. Yeah, you pay to endure pain. See, it's easy to endure pain when we understand the purpose behind pain, right? When there's a purpose behind pain, it's easy to endure. But when we don't understand the purpose behind the pain, it's difficult, right? And I don't know if you've ever been in a season of your life, and not just physical pain, but you're just dealing with some some hurt or some problems or some issues, and you're really trying to push through it, but it's like, God, I don't understand why I'm going through this. Anybody ever ask that question? It's okay if you Maybe right now, with everything that's going on in the world around us, or just in your life in general, maybe you're like, God, I don't understand it. I don't see the purpose in it. And if you're you're dealing with anything today, I want to encourage you. I want to help you deal with that. But but a lot of times we put the mask on, we try to hide it. Because we always want to show people our best self, right? We talked about that last week. We don't want people to see the worst part. We want people to see the best part is we want people to think that we're okay, that we don't have issues, right? We don't want people to know that someone in our family is very sick, has gotten a diagnosis that we don't understand, and it's, it's hurtful, right? We don't understand the loss of a loved one. Death is, is a very complicated thing for us, sometimes, and we don't, we don't understand it, and then we ask those questions, why, God? Right? Maybe you've lost a job in this season. Or maybe you've accrued some debt for different reasons and it's like, God, we're trying to get out of this hole, but why? And it's hard to see the purpose. It's hard to see the purpose in it. Or maybe you're going through some other things some marriage issues or, or, or a number of different things that we could list here in this moment and you're really, really trying to push through it but it's difficult because you just don't see the purpose in it. I want to encourage you to smile. I want to help you move past that today. I want, to, I want to encourage you if you're hurting, if you're going through a difficult time. Maybe you've lost your hope in that. Maybe you've lost your hope, and maybe you're hiding behind this mask that says, Hey, I'm okay. And you push pushed it down, because a lot of us do that. We push that stuff down and try to mask it. We try to cover it up and try to hide from our hurt. I want to encourage you today. Let's take that mask. Let's become unmasked. Let's lay that down. Let's get that hurt out. I know that takes some vulnerability, but remember last week we said that vulnerability actually leads to our freedom. As we get that out and we lay that down, let's quit hiding from God. He knows your hurts already, and He wants you to come to Him as your refuge and your strength. So let's become unmasked and let's quit hiding the hurt today. I want to encourage you this morning. And let you know that there is hope beyond the hurt. There is hope beyond that hurt today. But guess what, man? I tell you what, Christians, we're, we're the worst of this. The church is the worst of this because we do come in and we put that mask on and we, we say, oh, we're okay, and everybody else looks like they're okay. And we hide behind our Sunday vests, and we, we hide behind our, our smiles and our handshakes and our hugs, and, and we try to lift up the name of Jesus. And we're really good, we're really good at those Christian cliches. God's not going to you more than you can handle. Well, that's that's not even in the Bible. Let's quit saying this, and we're, we're good at hiding. That. We're good at masking things with that stuff. We're even look at this. We're even good at hiding and masking things with even scripture. We know what to quote. We know what to say. But yet, it stills. Listen, it, it, Scripture, God's word, it's powerful. Y'all believe that, right? It's a two edged sword to cut deep. Uh, but through bone and marrow to, to the deep issues of our life But it's not meant to master your issues It's meant to free you from your issues But yet We've become really good At masking all that stuff And I don't believe God is saying today Listen, you don't have to cover that up There is freedom in the name of Jesus Right? He died for your freedom You don't have to cover it up So quit covering it up Let's become unmasked. And I'm believing someone's going to get today. I'm believing someone's going to get that healing that they desperately need in this room. Uh, so get ready for it. you guys ready for that? As you need it today, if you're watching online, I believe you can have that healing and that hope right where you're at. You might be on your front porch today. You may be um, on your bed or your couch. Turn those things into an old-fashioned altar and get some freedom today in the name of Jesus. There is hope beyond the hurt. Turn to song. Chapter 62, verses 5 through 8. Throughout this book, we see psalmists, especially David. We see many laments from him. Many moments where he feels like he's going to be attacked by his enemies. Many moments where he's hiding from his enemies. Many moments where we see him crying out to God having these very honest, vulnerable things that many of us, we don't want to, we don't want to say out loud to anybody. It's much less it down for everyone to see. We see David pouring out his heart so many times in Psalm 62, 5, eight. it says this, find rest. Oh, my soul. Listen, you need to preach to yourself sometimes. Don't wait till Sunday to get a sermon. Don't know line lions is fine because there's all kinds of sermons out there. Don't don't Wait. You sometimes, you need to preach to yourself and say, listen, soul, you need to wake up. Yeah. Listen, heart, I know you're hurting, but there's more. There's hope. Listen, body, I know you need a healing and it's there. And Sometimes you need to preach to yourself. And David does this. Find rest, oh, my soul, sometimes in God. Yeah. Oh, don't say that, does like it? Getting that rest. Find rest, oh my soul, when I get it all together. Oh, Find rest, oh my soul, in who? In God alone. I want you to underline that, circle that if you're old school and we got the Bible highlighters, man. Highlight that. Write it down on a sticky note. Put it on your mirror in your bathroom. I don't care what you do. You need to get that in your heart and in your soul today. I rest, all my soul, in God alone. In God, oh, come on, say that with me this morning. In God alone. But what do we do? We mask it with everything else. We mask it with a substance. We mask it with a relationship. We mask it with material things. We mask it with money. We mask it with more work. But rest, true, I'm talking about soul rest. Your soul is the integration of all of who you are, mind, body, and spirit. It is the integration of all your parts. It is the sum of all your parts. So when I say you need peace, you need peace in your soul. When you don't have, when your soul is not at rest, you are not at rest. That's why some people, they can be going through all hell in their life. But they still have peace. You ever see those people? Makes you sick sometimes. Like, how can you be so calm and so peaceful right now? That's because they have peace, inner peace, soul peace. And that is only found in God. In God alone. David understood that. I rest all oh my soul in God. Alone. My hope comes from him. He understood where his hope comes from. He alone is my rock and my salvation. He is my fortress. I will not be shaken. How many of you can say that today? I'm so at peace. I'm so at rest in God. I'm so secure in His salvation. My anchor holds to the solid rock. Come on. That I will not be shaken. No matter what comes my way. No matter who is the president. No matter what the political climate in the world is today. No matter who your neighbor is. No matter what job you have or don't have. No matter whether you got to wear a mask or not. No matter what, I will not be shaken. Let me start singing some old songs. I will not, I will, I will not, I oh, That's probably not the way it's sung. But you know what I'm saying. Some of y'all I can't give you some of you to write this down. Yeah. Don't just sit there and stare. me with like stare like I don't know what am Write it down. Yeah. You need to get this in your soul today because some of you are struggling. If you're watching online, lie it down. Some of you are struggling. You don't feel like you have hope or peace He alone is my rock, my salvation, he's my fortress. I will not be shaken. Some of y'all are shook by some things in this life. You're shook by all kinds of stuff. All kinds of situations, circumstances. Every day you get on Facebook and scroll and you are shook. It's time to be shaken by the power and the presence and the peace of God. And nothing else. My salvation and my honor depend on God is my mighty rock, my refuge. So David understands all this. He's living in this.
1: His enemies are
0: after him. He's the king. He's the head guy, right? So there's always someone. So he understood where his peace and where his rest, where his strength came from. And so therefore now he's able to put this on us and say, trust in him at all times. O people, pour out your hearts. He doesn't say, I'll oh, go hide in a cave somewhere. Don't hunker down in your room or at your house somewhere. Don't mask your issues and think you've got it all together and you're okay. But don't pour out your hearts to him, for God is our refuge. You can find hope and healing and comfort in God today. If you are looking for it, if you are desperate, if you absolutely need that in your life today, you don't have to look any further. It's here. His name is Jesus. Come on, somebody. All right. You can find hope, healing, and comfort in God. Let's pray. For Jesus, you're the answer. You said it yourself. You are the way, the truth, and the life. Our hope is found in you. Our hope is not in a government. Our hope is not found in culture. Our hope is not found in things. Our hope is not secure in a paycheck. Our hope is not found in anything other than you. Lord, you offer us that hope. You give us that hope. God, we've got to take that. We've got to accept that into our life. And, and God, I pray today that anyone that may be dealing with some hurts and pains and things and issues in their life, God, it would simply... Take off the mask. Quit trying to cover it. Quit trying to build all these layers and push it down. God, simply lay it down at your feet. Let's become unmasked today. God, help us. I'll surrender it to you and find the healing that we desperately need. In Jesus' name, everyone say Amen. You can find hope, healing, and comfort in God. Now, a lot of people get messed up because, well, oh, we get this... Misconception that, oh, if we go to church and we follow Jesus, that everything is just going to be perfect and daisies and roses and, and it's just going, oh, going to be awesome all the time. But but, but that's not what we have a promise in, is it? Like, we, we life is messy sometimes. In fact, Jesus Himself even told the disciples, listen, like, you're going to face troubles in this life, but guess what? Right? You can stay far because I've overcome the world. You can find rest in me. In fact, Jesus says, what, cast Castro cares. Take your burdens to the Lord and leave it there as we used to sing. I don't know why someone stop here, man. But some of you need to be reminded of that today. Hope and rest is found in Jesus. And God never promises that we won't hurt or that we won't go through some things in life. But what He does promise us is that He will be there with us every step of the way. He will be there with us in those hard times. He will be there with us in the issues and the trials and life. He will be there with us and he will give us strength to endure. Strength to press through that pain. But we never give him the opportunity to do that if we try to cover it up, mask it up, hide from it, uh, soup it up under the rug, hide it in the closet and think that everything's going to be okay. Right? Let's get a mask. Let's deal with it. Let's confront it. Give it to God. I believe God will say this in thing that He revealed in Jeremiah 30, 11. and He says, "I am with you and will save you," declares the Lord. And I believe that is for us today, especially for whatever you may be going through. That He will be with you. God is our ever present help in time of need. Like His word is either true or it's not. He's our ever present help in time of the so. So when you are hurting. When you need a safe place to be vulnerable, right, you, can, you can have that place in God. You can rest in Him. Far too often we mask it, we cover it up instead. Because we don't like vulnerability. Absolutely. I've been hurt before. I don't want to get hurt again. Sometimes vulnerability is scary. Because of that. And I get that. Again, because we want people to see the best in us and not the worst. But we need to remove the mask And reveal that hurt to God. He already knows. But if you remember from last week, hiding will not help you heal. Hiding will not help you heal. So what is your hurt today? What is your hurt today? Watching online, what is your hurt today? What is it you're going through? And what are you concealing? What are you you hiding behind today? Is it some abuse that you suffered? Some trauma you suffered at some point in your past? So now you feel like it's impossible to trust others. You lose a job and now you're mad at God. Maybe you were hurt by another Christian or or by the church. And we've met so many people that have left the church or left the faith altogether because of that. Now you're skeptical. You don't want to trust people. You don't want to trust God. Maybe you've been cheated on and you don't want to forgive. Maybe your parents were divorced when you were younger. So now you're afraid that that might happen to you. In your marriage, maybe the environment that you grew up in—maybe it was an alcoholic father, an abusive family member, whatever it might be—and so, so that's affected you now because you you never got healing for that. Whatever it is for you today, God wants to heal you. God wants to heal you, and I believe by the end of the service today, someone is going to get that healing today. There's two ways that God heals. God heals through his people and through his presence. God heals through his people and, and through his presence. God heals through his people. Listen, healed people heal people. Heal people heal people. And you've encountered that healing. You've encountered that, 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 that peace in God. God has done something in your life. you You were dealing with some hurt, some pain, some issue, and God has healed that part of your life. God has healed that part in your heart, and you've experienced that freedom, and you know how to speak to that when somebody else is dealing with that same thing. God will heal through his people because they've experienced it before. There's some of you that you've been addicted to something in your life, and God has brought you through that. And you know how to speak to that in somebody else's so, life. Some of you have lost loved ones in your life. And it was, it was excruciating pain in your life. And, and you thought you weren't going to get that. But God, and he carried you through it. And now you're able to speak that into someone else's life. And encourage them to say, listen, this is how God got me through that. And there's a list of all of the things, all of our hurts and pains and things that we go through in this life. It's something you, God has brought you through. And God wants to use you to help someone else heal in their life. God will heal through his people. Isn't it interesting when we're kids and we we go through something, we get hurt, something happens, where do we run? We go to mom. We go to daddy, right? We run right to... What happens though when we become adults? We go through something. We have an issue, a problem, a hurt of some sort. We don't go running to anybody. We We actually go away. Oftentimes, we withdraw from others. We conceal it. It's like, I'm not hurt, right? Especially men, we're worse than this, guys. I don't cry, I work out. You know? I don't know, this doesn't bother me. A deep down, yeah, it did. You're not to lose your main part.
1: Right? You're to lose your
0: main part because you are dealing with something. We live in a world where mental uh, illness is a very real thing. Make it worse because what? We end up stacking layer upon layer upon layer upon mass upon mass upon mass to the point where we don't even know who we are anymore. And at some point, that's going to come out. It's going to come to a tipping point. It's going to come up to a moment where it has to come out. And there's been all that hurt and all that stuff for years and years and years. Hiding will not help you. Let's quit tiptoeing around it. Let's quit pretending like everything is okay when it's not really okay because we think someone's going to judge us. Because we think someone. well, we all got issues. remember we said that last week. We got that out of the air. We've all got issues that we're dealing with. So don't think you're alone in that. Don't think someone's going to judge you because you're, you're dealing with those things. Let's get it out. Let's, let's reveal it. Quit concealing it. Let's give it to God. Let's help them deal with it. You're experiencing hurt today. Don't try to solve that on your own. We try to do that. Remember Adam and Eve? They tried to take matters into their own hands when sin came into the world. So they made coverings for themselves. They made a decision without God to, to sin, right? Stop trying to do it on your own. You weren't meant to do it. You weren't meant to do this life on your own. You were meant to do it with God and with others. Stop trying to do it it. First of all, the battle is the Lord's. The battle is the Lord. He is for you, not against you. Come on, you don't have to fight that on your own. You have some people that have fought through some things already in their life, and they know they know how to pray through some stuff. You need to get someone in your circle. You need to get someone like that that has learned to pray through some issues in their life. They've learned how to pray through pain. they learn learned how to pray through those things, and you need to get them in your life so that they can help you heal. Romans 12, 15 says, Rejoice with those who rejoice. Mourn with those who mourn. That's why we believe so much in life groups, because those are the perfect uh, moments and, and circles to have people to do life with. And and to come together and be able to, to get some of that out. And we've had some of that. We just finished the season of, of life. And so we had some of that happening in those groups. 2 Corinthians 1, 3-4. Paul, he knew this. He said, praise be to the God, the Father of compassion. That's the God that you serve. That's the God that you can trust in. That you can uh, you know, hang your hat on each and every day. is the Father of compassion. He is the God of all comfort who comforts us in all our troubles so that we can comfort those in any trouble with the comfort we ourselves have received from God. God heals through people. God also heals through His presence. God also heals through His presence. So learn to take your pain, your problems, your issues, take it to God. Take it to God. Take it. His presence will heal you. Oftentimes we go to something else, we try to cope. We try this coping mechanism, this thing or that thing, this vice or that vice. Listen, God is far more infinitely better than any coping mechanism that you will ever try to bring into your life. He is our hope. He is our... God is better than a bottle. God is better than porn. God is better than a sleeping pill. God is better than perfectionism or materialism or food addiction or your best friend. God is better. Quit reaching out to all that other stuff and reach out to God. David we see multiple times crying out in agony, crying out because he needed a move. Just like we sang this morning, he needed a move. So we see often in the psalm where he cries out to God. And then Psalm 71, 14 says, But ask for me, I will always have hope. I will praise you more and more. He knew how to deal with pain in his life. He would put a praise on it. You say, listen, I'm going through this, but I know where my hope is, so I'm going to praise the one where our hope comes from. I will always have hope. Why do we have hope in God? Well, His word is very evident of that. Psalm 46.1. God is our refuge and strength, ever-present help in time of trouble. Isaiah 53, five: But He was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was upon him. And by his wounds, we are healed. Not just physically, but mentally, emotionally, spiritually. Oh, That's the God we serve. I don't hear nobody saying nothing this morning. Maybe you don't know. Hebrews thirteen five, Because God said, never will I leave you nor forsake you. Psalm one forty 3 tells me that my God, he heals the broken heart and he binds up their wounds. This is the God of all comforts for you today. Psalm 91, 1-2, He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge, my fortress, my God in whom I trust. Who is your God? All of these verses tell us He is our strength when we are weak. And he's our rock, He's our refuge, our shelter, our hiding place. He's a friend that sits closer than a brother. Come on, He is our shield, our portion, our comforter, our salvation, our provider, our protector, our peace, our rescuer, our father, our healer. He is the God of all. Why would we ever have to look to anything else ever again? When we have comfort and peace offered to us through Jesus. That's why Paul can say in Romans eight thirty-eight 38-39, that I am convinced that neither death nor life, nor angels nor demons, nor the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord.